You're listening to the Denver Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by RICO, your local guide for all things real estate investing in Colorado. What is up, Denver? Welcome to our House Hack Masterminds podcast series. My name is Ben, your host. And one thing you'll mention is somebody's missing today. The answer is it's Jeff. So as you know, with rentals, things happen and come up. Well, that happened. Jeff is currently working on a flooding situation at one of his rentals. So we're doing it solo. Um, So I'm really excited about our podcast today. So if you look back at the past 12, 13 episodes we've done, a majority of them, all of the guests have their systems in place and we're discussing how the system's been going and how everything is going. Well, what's really cool about this one is our first, our one of our guests just recently closed and put their listing on and just went live Monday. And so it's going to be really cool listening to see how the whole setup process is going because we're in, he's in the middle of it and experience it at all. And our next guest just actually is in the process of closing on their house hack. So it's going to be a very exciting episode. But before I dive into it, I want you to mark a couple things on your calendar. Um, Not sure when this will go live, but we have our all new all day house hacking summit that will be March 25th. Details in the show notes, go in there and RSVP. Second thing is we have a six week um, webinar series starting February 15th. Go in there and register for that as well. All right. Without further ado, let's get to our guests. All right. First guest is Rifa Alchemies. Rifa is, I'll say, one of our OG house hackers. Uh, originally connected with Charles Roberts and a team back in the day and attended every real estate investing class he could. And fast forward three, what, four years, closing on your, in the process of closing on your third house hack. That is correct. Yeah. Yes. And next guest is Kevin Zura. Kevin just closed on your first house hack and it is a new build townhome. One of the three, the townhomes we hear all about three stories with some sort of separate income suite that you're renting out as a short-term rental. That's correct. Awesome. All right. So one thing um, that I remember when I was first starting with my very first house hack was furnishings because Kevin, you're in the middle of furnishing your, or you just finished, just finished you yeah. just finished furnishing. And so did I, did I say that correct? Your your first guest is Monday or your listing went live Monday? Listing went live Monday. So I started getting bookings right away. Okay. Uh, the soonest booking that I have is February 18th now. So I still have a little bit of time. And I've okay. had booking all the way out to July for Holy cow. wedding season already. So it was immediate. I think we talked a couple of days before yeah. that. And you said, are you ready to host people? And I, and I was like, I, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like if you go live, it, there's really? a high possibility that you might be hosting person yeah. the next day. So make sure you're absolutely. And you bring up, we didn't talk about this before, yeah. but you brought up a great point I want to bring up is once your listing goes live, you need to be ready because you do not want to cancel a guest. Airbnb, have you ever tried to go through, or I'm sure you haven't gone through and cancel and see what the strict restrictions is. 
it's you you i'm drawing a blank but they they charge you it goes on your listing and i think you lose your super host status for over a year just all sorts of like they do not want you canceling reservations Good to know. I actually gave myself a little bit of extra time. Like that is great. Week, just to make sure yeah. everything was good uh, beforehand. Um, so yeah, that's good to know. I have no plans to do that, but uh, yeah. I, that will not be an option. What if, forward. what if you have to cancel for whatever reason? Then, then you can absolutely do that. So I've never had to do that. I just went through the process. I think this was a, a year back or so. And I saw what they're doing. Um, and if you do have to cancel, you just have to communicate with the guests and then cancel the reservation. But that's when Airbnb goes through, okay, like multiple checks of, are you sure you want to cancel? We're going to, de- you, you, you can't rebook for the days at this place yeah. uh, that they're staying. Okay, yes. All right, you're going to be charged an additional $250 fine. Are you good with that? Yes. And the last one is, you're going to lose your super host status for over a year. Are you good with that too? For a year? Yes. Wow. So, so you cancel once with Airbnb. If you do, yeah, if you do. So you, like for anyone listening out there that is wanting to get an Airbnb, make sure your ducks are in a row yeah. before going for live. Sure. And have your calendar blocked off for the days like out in advance for your yeah. vacation. Uh, immediately as you list um, or else, yeah, you might have to go through that process or adjust plans. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because your it Airbnb is a business and it's all about your reviews. Like yeah, if you're re- yeah. like, especially if you're just starting out, if your reviews go down, it's just killer to your business. Because if you're anything below like a a four point four out of five stars, it's going to be very challenging one to get enough bookings to start bringing that that average back up but also get those bookings at a reasonably priced rate. Because I know personally, my wife and I, we do a lot of traveling for Airbnb. And that's the first thing you look at is reviews. And then you look at the, the, cleanli- the, the cleanliness, that might not be the right terminology, but the cleanliness of it to see, yeah. to see how that is. Yeah, I usually just look for, uh, is this a gem? Is this a place that's hard to find? <laughs> let's let's check that one out. Let's yeah. see that one first um, yeah. and then look at the others. But the super host, that's that's a really big it's, catch. That's I did not know that. That's kind yeah, of... Cause, uh, yeah, because it can take a while to yeah. get that too. A so year? that's the idea. Yeah. Is, it's yeah. a quarterly sort of process, right? Where they extend that. Yep, so yep correct. get that as soon as possible and fill things in. Mm-hmm. But that's a mas- massive step backwards. Yeah. If you have that. So... I want to talk about furnishing it because that's when, when I, when I talk to anyone interested in, in short-term rentals, furnishing always, always gets brought up. And I can remember my first Airbnb back in 2019, um, going to furnish, furnish it. I was more worried about saving costs than I was more worried about saving than like getting it up and running ASAP. So I can remember I had everything in my Amazon cart that I wanted to purchase new and then had it ready to go after I closed. So then I hit that, but then had all, like I rented a truck for one day. My wife and I spent a whole Saturday driving, picking up couch, mattress, table, bedding, everything, picking it all up. And I then fast forward to the next one. I more was about speediness where I bought everything new. I'm curious on how, cause you probably just finished 
list, uh, furnishing your listing. How did that go? What was your experience like? Uh, so I kind of prioritized speed first, and um, it, it was basically advised like spend a little extra money on the front end uh, because you'll make that up in a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, my family has run an interior design business in Minneapolis for a while. And I've always had the advice, like spend a little bit more on sort of your couch. So okay. a sectional game, uh, one, it's just longevity. It'll last a lot longer. And that's like the biggest hassle to get in and replace. Yeah. Two, uh, mm-hmm. if you buy new and you get delivery, um, that in conjunction with sort of, these secondhand demo or um, like return mattress dealers that do delivery, which are required by law to go through a like disinfecting process. So it's not like you're buying from a random person off Facebook marketplace. You get an insane discount. And a lot of times nobody has even like been on the mattress. It mm-hmm. just sat against a wall in a, in a showroom. Um, but Spending a little bit more money on that to get delivery on those items to speed everything up it was massive. Because how much time did you spend driving around picking up all that? Stuff? It, was all, it, it took the whole Saturday. It was, it was a Saturday in the summer when all of our friends were out having happy hour exactly. drinks, and we were driving in a truck picking up picking up stuff for our short term rental. But it was. Yeah, it was worth it, but speed and time, like time is a very valuable thing that can get overlooked, whatever it is. But all the big things that I had lined up, including um, timing like mattress or uh, not mattress, the bed frames, which I I always go through Amazon for that. Yeah, like very good quality. You time all the big stuff Mm -hmm. to come in one day. And as stuff is coming in, you have people bringing it into your place. And it was especially important for me with a three-story townhome to make sure that people were willing to carry big stuff up throughout the day. Um, It it really paid off. And the other thing too is going through American Furniture Warehouse, um, capitalized on a sale, which was nice. The big thing about delivery there was they have a service that if somebody nicks your wall or impacts the wall, just destroys the like uh, anything in the place, they'll send out somebody to go fix it. So really? the That's guys, nice. yeah, the guys that delivered my sectional were just nailing nothing. <laughs> it was bad. Were they part of the American furniture? Yeah. So they were part of the delivery service. And I knew I had that, but here's the thing. It's like, you might do that yourself. The other thing was they were delivering that early on. I had other people delivering more stuff throughout the day that didn't have that coverage and they messed up stuff too. So I filed a uh, claim with them. We just sent them a couple pictures online. They called me like, oh yeah, we'll send somebody out. And I was just texting with people. So yeah, it was 
super easy. A couple days later, a guy came out and fixed all of the holes in the wall, everything nice. like that. Did they paint it too? Or Yeah. Well, I had additional paint um, set aside. So like, here, you can use this. And it, nice. it was slick, especially because I did some of the damage myself a little bit later on and other people were too. And I kind of covered everything up and they were happy to do that. Um, so not only speed, but, you know, taking away any little extra cleanup steps that that might happen along the way and then really getting those big pieces in place to set what your sort of like color scheme what kind of decorations you're going to put on um it is really good to uh to have really uh, just great deals on amazon for Mm -hmm. wall uh decorations like i got a big canvas for like 35 dollars it looks super nice um the key is knowing like what level or or what demographic you're you're targeting here and mine has like high-end finishes super nice location um and so i'm looking to to make it a little bit more classy but what's crazy is you don't actually have to spend more money to do that with uh the deals that are out there so just search in amazon abstract art mm-hmm. and there's a ton of results and you realize the same things keep popping up and there can be a massive price difference to where one thing is a hundred bucks the same thing from a different seller is 35 oh, and wow. if you kind of time that out and have it delivered you know a day or two within that big stuff coming in um, I was hanging stuff up in rooms as people were, you know, dropping off, you know, stuff in them. Uh, and then also clean and sort of sparse is better than trying to buy too much stuff and filling up space. Uh, so that keeping that in mind, you know, the speed delivery and really sequencing things mm-hmm. in terms of your delivery time, you can get things going in you know, two or three days. Yep. Um, I would give yourself more of a bumper mm-hmm. on that just to, you know, yeah, like I said, avoiding yeah. those issues on the back end where you might have to cancel a reservation or anything <laughs> like that. But um, yeah, spending an extra couple hundred dollars on the big furniture item from American uh, Furniture Warehouse saved me a few hundred dollars Every night, I could put that up sooner, as well as just repairs all yeah. over the place. Uh, so it really worked out. Yeah. So I'm getting so spend the money. It's worth the money. Buy brand new because they'll they'll set it all up and save the time because quicker you can do it, quicker you can start getting bookings, start paying off those expenses. So how long how long did it take you? Was it like three days from like, you know, unfurnished place you just bought and everything and okay, now I gotta furnish it. How long did it take? Three days, pretty much? Yeah. So that's I, pretty quick. Yeah, to get it all in place. And I had, you know, a friend lined up to to do the big sort of move um with a truck picking up stuff on Amazon uh Facebook marketplace throughout yeah. the, the the day. But it was all planning beforehand you mentioned you had stuff in your amazon cart yep all ready to like go that. so do all of your research like as you're approaching your your closing date and you're kind of in that limbo period where all the checklist stuff is done you're just sort of like waiting yeah make sure you have everything like ready to to pull the trigger yeah. on um and it can go a lot faster than you yeah. might think 
So went went live Monday. What's your outlook look right now? Because right now we're in, we're recording in February. Yep. Uh, a little bit slower season, starting to get back in, coming close to spring. But like, how's the pricing looking? How's how's the outlook out, outlook? Looking? Uh, so first bookings, uh, which I put a price at two twenty a night. Um, and it's a nice location, upper end, um, you know, property, it's two beds, three baths, three beds, plus pullout couch on um, two stories within a like three minute walk of mile high stadium. It's walkable to Sloan's Lake and it's close to a lot of mm-hmm. other, uh, you know, things in the city too. I was getting bookings for out in like March April, even like out into July, people were saying we're coming in for weddings and messaged me about early check-in and stuff like that, which I'm like happy to accommodate. Nothing was coming through for like for February at all. Um, so what I did was switch on the smart pricing within the Airbnb app after like two days. And immediately I got a booking for February 18th. So, um, and it wasn't even at that big of a discount. So it was like 175 a night. Um, but that, I think you mentioned we yeah. had a couple conversations about that, where uh, that smart pricing feature within the app is more self-serving to Airbnb. Is that right? Correct. So yeah, Airbnb, I'm, I think before in 2019, when, when we first started our Airbnb before I, we had our system set up in place and I, I really knew what I know right now about Airbnb, we checked out smart pricing. Then I've, after doing it while seeing what the actual pricing was, I was like, wow, this is, this is way too low. And then just like you said, it's Airbnb's product. So it's Airbnb looking out for gotcha. Airbnb. If you're wanting to maximize your occupancy and get your reviews up, great throw it on there. But, um, there are other softwares out there, um, that are worth it. You may have to pay 20 bucks a month, but that can auto price your, um, your Mm -hmm. listing, which makes it a whole lot easier and it can really maximize your, your income. Yeah. You're going to make more than 20 Mm -hmm. bucks off of a single booking. Um, but yeah, we had talked about that and, but my, my whole, motive right now just fill out february everything after that seems to be good and then i'll probably switch over to what was the application you're so if anyone's wanted it's it's uh price labs price and labs. check out their dynamic pricing yeah mm-hmm. it's it's uh it's super useful i don't i haven't looked into because we have a short-term rental and a medium-term rental we haven't looked in to see if if it is capable for a 30-day stay i'm pretty confident i can know what our pricing is for a 30-day stay but uh, it's mainly for shorter stays gotcha. so i want to pivot to now um so you you house hack number one gonna be the goal is to get to the house hack number two exactly. um rifa you just so tell me you just closed on how are you in the process of closing yeah so we on put, house hack number three yeah is that correct it is. So I, I had my third house finally under contract. Um, it was not expected um, because it's actually my neighbor's house uh, next door. Um, two years ago when I first moved into this house, and it's it's in Berkeley area, if you know where it is. It's 
well, Berkeley Excellent. Highlands, a great, area. really, really nice neighborhood. Um, we loved it, my partner and I, and we wanted to stay a little bit longer, but we just, we're looking for a new house. We don't really want to necessarily leave this neighborhood. Um, so to say the least, I was sort of disappointed of all the, you know, the leads that we see on, on the MLS and until yeah, I figured, well, I'll just, uh, I'll just give my, my neighbor a call and see why his house uh, is not on the market anymore. Cause it was for a bit. And then he took it off the market and it was, uh, still vacant. Um, so yeah, I texted him and he's like, yeah, just make me an offer and we'll see. Wow. I did not know that story. So, yeah. so it was for sale, but then it nope. wasn't listed anymore. So yeah, you it was it taken went, out of the market. You thought it just went under contract, but it actually didn't. I thought so. Yeah. But I wasn't really paying attention to it that much. Cause I was, you know, out looking for things, okay. um, for other houses. Then yeah, he basically said, give me, you know, send an offer in that was in the morning. And then the afternoon we went under contract. Yeah. That was last week. So right now we're in the process of basically the appraisal just got done. The inspection just got done passing the objection right now. So mm -hmm. we're in the process. I'm trying to close um, on this one because, uh, well, I realized that I'm sort of taking it uh, or buying it at a discounted rate. I did not know that until That's, the appraisal came in, even though those you did it. You did not. I'm bit. learning. I'm learning this all new. Yeah. So I, when I offered what I offered, I thought this was the reasonable price for the house, knowing the house. And, uh, it's, you know, I've been watching it for two years, <laughs> so I know what's in it wow. and outside of it and all that. So, um, but yeah, I was uh, surprised to see the appraiser, uh, the appraiser come in with a, with a really higher number than I expected. Um, but I'm hoping that the seller yeah. is, uh, willing to, uh, just go forward with it. There you um, yeah. I mean, I have, I'm in a good, you know, good relationship with him and everything. And, uh, yeah, he, he's a very nice guy. So, um, yeah, he, he knows that I'm gonna, you know, he knows my intention of the house and, and what I'm going to do with it and everything is fine with it. He knew even my old owner of the current house that I live in. So yeah, I guess it pays to just be nice and talk to people and just kind of get to know your neighbors sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, not for this particular reason, but that's, that's just nice to have, but yeah. in general. Um, so going through it right now, we'll see how that goes. It is sort of a struggle at this point, just because, um, well, we'd have to rent out the current house right away and move into this house that, uh, definitely needs some, some repairs. Um, I would consider them serious repairs, but uh, a lot of the experienced, uh, you know, house flippers or people that model homes, I guess, often they would say, oh, it's just because cosmetics, you don't have to worry about that. Uh, but to me, you know, I moved into a cosmetic one two years ago and uh, yeah. yeah, I got into the process of like, okay, well, as long as I can live in, you know, one room or a little area and then kind of fix the rest of it slowly. And that's what I did over time with the current one. And now it's listed for, uh, for rent. Um, yeah. So soon as we can rent the current house oh, or we're moving into the to next door, mm -hmm. <laughs> which I do like the layout a lot more. And I, I like a lot of things yeah. about it a lot more. So you, so you said that, that made me, that, that just brought a flashback of when I was transitioning from one house hack to the other house hack. There's one thing that I, I looked over the whole process of there's a lot of moving parts because you're trying to balance your closing date yeah. at the same time as then you're going to list your property yeah. and you're doing showings at the same time. Yes. And so trying to time the lease sign date of what for your, your, your current place you're living in mm -hmm. and then your closing date. 
and like finding that right balance. And absolutely. Um, I, I can't, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know yet what you, what you did, but I can tell for us, we cut it a little close because our closing date got pushed out and we had a lease being signed. Let's say it was on, I don't remember the exact dates, but we we're closing on a Monday and they were getting ready to go in on that Friday. But then our, our, our closing date got pushed back a couple of weeks. We're like, crap. We're, are we going to be homeless or what, what's what's going to happen? But so in my case, the closing yeah. date is actually in my favor to be extended if possible. Okay. And luckily, the seller is pretty comfortable with that. There, I mean, they took it off the market to begin with. They were, the place was vacant for over a decade, um, so there was a lot of things in there, but but they took care of it very very well. Like I've been seeing people coming over every month at least to take care of the outside of it and the inside. So yes, it was vacant for a long time, but there were people coming in, I, I wouldn't say monthly, but mm-hmm. very uh, regularly to go and check in the place and make sure that it's you know, in good sound condition and all that. So I wasn't worried about it. I was going into this house knowing that, yeah, this is, this is going to be a catch and I can't believe that I found it, that sort of thing. So that's but a- it's still, you know, it's still Highlands, Berkeley area. So it's kind of expensive, um, but the numbers worked out. So then if the numbers work out, that's kind of what yeah. matters. So you mentioned numbers. So you, you're, are you renting it out the whole, the house as a whole, or are you doing, are you renting out each individual room? So the, the goal is, uh, so currently I have, uh, so the house that I'm living in right now, this, that, that one is, is up listed for rent. Um, and there are like seven showing appointments scheduled for that already. I was shocked. Um, and before I, uh, got here, I realized that maybe I listed it for a little bit cheaper than I, <laughs> than I should. Uh, but you know, I don't want to be too greedy too. Um, and we'll yeah. see it's, you know, seven uh, tenants, potential tenants to pick from is better than none. So, um, so yeah, that, as soon as that one gets, gets rented, um, hopefully we're hoping that we can get a lease probably starting in April so that okay. we have some leeway, some, some time to clean up, move everything. Cause we have a whole attic there. That's full of stuff that needs to move to the next door attic. Oh, um, <laughs> so lots of, lots of stuff. I mean, it's, it's probably going to be one of the easiest moves, you know, moving next door, just kind of putting everything in a plastic box, dumping it, taking the box back <laughs> sort of thing. But it could be also the worst. I don't know. I've never done a next door move before. Actually, that's a lie. I've done that a long time ago, over a decade ago yeah. in Boulder. So, and it was across the street, but I was, I was a student and I didn't have a lot of stuff. It was only a bedroom. So this time it's a whole house with an attic. <laughs> so we'll see. Less is better when it comes to moves. So keep that in mind when you're yeah. going to your, whenever the next one has come up, the less, less is better when moving. Cause it just makes the move that much oh, yeah. easier and, yeah. and less. Stressful. And plus, I mean, so now that I, you know, that I'm doing it every, every two years or so, I just go through the purging cycle. Marie Kondo. Yeah. <laughs> so when <laughs> so, you're, yeah. you're listing your place and you're showing tenants, are you, are you merging, are you having all everyone show at once and like doing group showings or are you giving anyone individual no. blocks? Yeah. Every, everybody has their own 30 minute time slot mm-hmm. um, that they can book and I'll meet them. And, um, I've actually, so Google calendars, uh, came up with this new add on tool that you can pay for, but it's think free for the first two weeks to basically auto schedule time slots, which is awesome. Cause I used to use calendarly or something like Cal-ly. that. Yep. Yeah. Um, but this one is much better because it's embedded in there and it's streamlined nicer. 
Uh, so yeah, it's working out pretty good, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'm hoping that I don't have to pay for it in two weeks. It'll be <laughs> already, uh, rented or at least have a yeah. lease signed. So, but, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I remember for when back in 2016, when I was filling my first house, this was back in Nebraska, I started doing the blocking and noticed it was probably a one out of five showing rate. And so I went to do on the weekends, I did um, open houses. And then when scheduling people, I actually scheduled a mul- multiple people on the same day because it did a couple things. It saved my time if someone didn't show. But then it also, if two people showed at once, great, that's fine because then that that creates competition. And I know if you're walking to see someone, see a rental and someone else is walking, kind of creates a little bit of competition and yeah. eagerness to to sign, get at least get not to sign to get a lease signed and get, yeah. m- get more applications in. Yeah, the open house idea would be a great one, except that uh, we live in the house right now, I guess. So I think the time slots would work best. I do yeah. have another vacancy in a different house that I'm probably going to consider that because it's going a little bit slow since it's uh, a yeah. basement apartment. Yeah. Um, in our vet, and I'm not sure if people uh, are interested in that more than Berkeley. Yeah. So I was going to say the shotgun showing uh approach is pretty standard when i lived in new york a couple years ago another unintended consequence of that which is actually good for you is that people will try to see the place sooner and offer you more for it when they know those that's, showings that's are my happening. hope so that's how i got my place before i left i had a nice two-bedroom rent controlled place that i would have had no mm-hmm. you know shot at getting had i not sort of maneuvered and networked to find nice. like the people that yeah. were actually putting it up mm-hmm. so yeah i'm probably gonna there. consider that i mean it literally just you know the listing just went live yeah, three days ago so <laughs> yeah. yeah and i'm surprised that there's seven of them that's why i feel like i should probably raise it up but maybe yeah. What are you listing them, listing them at? Uh, like what? How much? Yeah. Oh, thirty three hundred. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's good. I thought it was expensive. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. You're um, not doing bad. Though. Yeah. No, that's, that's really good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I uh, definitely done my research as far as uh, seeing the comps and what mm-hmm. the rent you know goes for in that area, and I thought, oh, okay, it's probably like around three thousand. Yep. Um. So I listed and it at slower season as well, like less people. Yeah, are. that's why I'm still shocked that's good i mean yeah it is uh i hope the same would work for the yeah. other one but you know yeah you can only hope yeah <laughs> but yeah well awesome well rifa kevin thanks again for coming in i know during the work week you made it in i appreciate it. I had a great time talking with both of you for anyone listening make sure one more time to mark um march 25th on your calendar for the summit and uh, details will be in the show notes and again Kevin, Rifa, thanks again for coming in. Absolutely. Cheers. Cheers.